This is Big D and Shade from Takiyaki Anime. Yo! And we are back with our final thoughts for the winter season of 2017. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Such a fantastic season, I have to say. Yes. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yes, this is a very nice season. Um, not a lot of action shows that we finished, um, but it was a nice, quiet show. I mean, quiet season, so... <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't yeah. think all the shows were quiet, but as you know. <laughs> uh, so the first show is uh, one of the action shows that happened this season, and that show would be Blue Exorcist Kyoto Saga. Oh yes, and you know, going into this, I was a little, little weary, a little weary because I kind of thought that when they said uh, Kyoto Saga, I'm like, oh come on, we're not. This is this is a side thing. This is not. This is not part of the main story. This isn't continuing where we left off. This is like detour. Let's go here for a little while and see what this happens. And it, it kind of is. It, it kind of is. Um, but I, I like the fact that it's actually kind of ties in a little bit with the actual uh, main story as well. I kind of feel. Yeah. Is that um, what, is that what you got about that? Yeah, I feel like it fit like right into the middle of the series, and mm. you could basically watch the first sixteen episodes, then watch the second, the saga, and then you could go back, and it would still work. Um, one thing that I'm wondering is because they left it so open ended is is that how it's is that how it's supposed to work, or are they going to continue the story after this and kind of re, like dub over the second half of the first season? Like, I think like, it's I think it's a continuation from this like this takes place after the first season I feel like because it doesn't seem like I mean again it's been a while since I've watched the first season long time so I'm a little itch I like I kind of remember there being a big fight scene at the end of the first season yeah I just don't remember like the specifics for it more per se but I do know I do have the recollection he didn't really have control over his powers even then. Did he not like full control? He was kind of like more of a berserker kind of just let loose kind of thing. Yeah. Or did he actually have more of a fine control over it? And in this one, he had way more control than he did in the um, original. Well, series. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm just trying yeah. to gauge it based upon that because I mean that was a big focal point in this saga the kyoto saga was him gaining control over his ability yeah um yeah he was still un- I, i'm pretty sure he was still unstable like he didn't have okay. the fine focus yeah and and because they keep referencing during this whole thing the fact that there was that big council meeting talking about how he was on thin ice and the fact that if he flared up he would he would potentially be uh considered an enemy yeah, and be up for exorcism and stuff like that. I kind of think that this, that that seems to me like something that would have happened after everything that happened at the end of the first season. Like they were doing doing throwback or flashbacks for something that the viewers hadn't really seen, and I think that was something that happened after in between the point when Kyoto Saga started and the first uh, series ended. I want to say, at least that's what it seems like to me. Yeah, um, they they were doing the flashbacks kind of weird. Like, at the beginning of the Kyoto Saga, um, they only showed stuff from before episode 16. And then uh-huh. a couple episodes later, they started, like, doing flashbacks from the whole first series. And yeah. it was kind of confusing. I'm like, wait a minute. None of that. That was not. That didn't happen 
because of the relationship that the characters currently have. So they wouldn't become his friend and save the world, basically, and then be scared of him again. Like, that was, it didn't make sense. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just, it's just, it's been such a while, I kind of remembering it differently. So either way, though, I, I, I kind of thought like in the very beginning of it, the whole, oh, I'm afraid of him because he's the son of the devil, blue flames, gone crazy, no control and everything. It seemed a little bit like, okay, like, okay come on. Haven't we been through this song and dance before? Don't you know? Don't you know him? Can't you kind of push that aside and know he's a good guy and that you need to work together and this is going to be a good thing? But it just kept going back to that. And I was just like, oh, my God, just stop. Stop. <laughs> and then finally, says that was one of the turning points, quote unquote, turning points that they were they had is when, you know, the girl finally went up to him and went, oh, no, you're you're great. You're good. I'm you know, I, I trust you. And he was like, oh, OK, cool. And, you know, I, I, I don't know. As much as I, I like the series and I, and I kind of I, I at least enjoyed watching the Kyoto Saga, I still think that it was kind of I don't know seemed like it was almost forced. Yeah, I feel like they tried to button they tried to button everything up really nicely. Yeah. To kind which of I've I've seen some I've seen some slipshod. We both seen some really slipshod work when it comes to like series trying to button up all the things at the very end, and you're looking at them going, yeah. "How does that even work?" This at least did a pretty decent job of yeah. of buttoning it up, but it still felt like it was buttoning it up, and you're like, okay, I guess this is all happy joy joy now. We're all good. This is all cool. So yeah, I feel like um, part of me feels like this should have just been a movie. I can see that because uh, like they all go on a trip and they're at like off main location from the first series. They meet a bunch of new characters. You get some backstory. They fight a villain, and then they go home. And that's basically the plot of like a, a movie or a special or something like that. Yeah, they just added. I think added, I think it would have been like a little like it, it would have been like um it would have been like a double movie because I don't think they could have done it in just the manner manner of time of like one single run. No, yeah, definitely. It would it would they would have to take out a lot of the backstory and a lot of the character development for it to be able to fit into a, a movie. Like a single movie. Yeah. But if they did like a double movie, they could probably cut out a little bit, not be too carried away, and still be able to manage to get all the things that they needed to fit into that. Yeah, because basically the series is about four hours, so a double movie would be about three, and yeah, take about an hour of it out and it would be like a double movie. So yeah. uh, it like Kyoto Arc Part One, Kyoto Arc Part Two. Yeah, uh, I, I guess that that to me would have been a lot better, it, and it would have made more sense too. Yeah, um, there wouldn't be as much confusion as far as like the main storyline is concerned, like the like the weird flashbacks where they're like, um, we're not friends anymore and all that kind of stuff. It would be like a separate storyline, and yeah. everything would have everything would have played out way better now that I think about it. Yeah, so like I said, it seems like it was forced. It really does. Yeah, they 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 forced it into a series when they didn't have to. It could have easily played out into like a two a two part movie compilation, and it would have been just even better. Yeah, I'm trying to think like what part could they have like stopped it at? Like, oh, there you go. As soon as the um the uh, the king like started coming out, they got yeah. like into the movie and left like a a really horrible horrible cliffhanger. You'd be like, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I think. I think it would have been better as a two-part movie, like you said. Not to say it was bad, not by any stretch of the means. I always enjoy the the world that is Blue Exorcist is really nice, 
and it's 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 different. It's like I, I love those types of animes that try to take what you know for the real world versus they they just give it a little twist, you know? Because it's like, what if these actually existed? Here you go. This is what would happen. You know, it's exactly the same as the normal world, you know, and even at the end, they go and visit all those places in Kyoto. And I'm pretty sure you could probably go and visit all those places in Kyoto and be perfectly fine. So it's like seeing that and then being like, well, you know, so it's always nice when you get those little animes like that to do it. So I always enjoy the world and the characters are always great. Um, I'm really curious as to what Mephisto's main plot is yeah so i really am yeah so i feel like it like the way that they have it now his plot could be the big fight at the end of the first series mm-hmm. or if they're gonna retcon it then i'm really interested for like a season three yeah the, oh yeah definitely the, i'm i'm like, really curious as to what that was going to come about because um like the animation style changed a bit and there was like a few points here and there where i'm like Ugh. but um like overall the first series looked great. The second series looks even better. And I can't wait to see if they put another arc in there somewhere. I hope not. I hope we just continue. I hope we can well, yeah, move yeah. forward now. Well, I, f- I feel like... Uh, well, one thing one thing that I was confused about is... um, uh, The girl with the little bitty eyebrows. Yeah. She lost her familiars at one point. Did she? Yeah, like there was a big fight and like she wavered and then the the her familiars turned on her. And then um Oh, they when they when they disappeared. Yeah. It's because the, it because the the symbols that she had written on the paper had been destroyed. Yeah. Cuz she and was then, holding onto them with her hands and then the king came through and like when he was devouring her it crumpled and destroyed the papers. Well, like so in the they, first- they disappeared. Well, so in the yeah, when when they were um like all their little kids were like carrying uh what's his name's dad um yeah <laughs> that was that was Which funny yeah um also about in the first series oh in the first series yeah okay. she lost them and then for some reason she couldn't get them back and then like every time or they turned on her and they whenever she tried to get them back um there were issues so mm-hmm. in this series I can't remember. Did she lose them and get them back before episode 16? And then that's why she can have them now? Or did she not get them back until the end? Because I can't remember. I don't remember the first season as well. So I can't say whether or not that happened if she did or if that was something. You know, and it seems to me like if she did that, if that was a case during the middle of it, this has got to be towards the end like this has got to be the end of the first season then because how then would she have this the familiars that she did she used and she didn't have any issues using them at all yeah so i can't remember like when all of that took place but um yeah i would yeah it would have been like just thinking of the whole story like like for example dragon ball z like stuff that happens in the in those movies you're like oh that was cool Oh, that's kind of cool for like backstory, but it doesn't really relate to like the main story. So yeah. they could do basically whatever they want. And then with this one, it's confusing when you tie it directly into the story. So, well, but see, that's why I was saying it would have been better if they'd done it as a double movie because then people would have a little bit more way of like disconnecting it from the first series 
instead of like all of us are wanting to try to like connect it with the series because we're like well this is a kyoto arc it should be somewhere in the timeline we should have something here but we're all kind of looking at it going wait where does this happen where who what why how so i don't know again great great series but i don't i don't ah confuses me and i would in order to even understand exactly what it is that how this connects and everything i would have to rewatch the whole first season because like i know the first season i watched it i understand it but i've only know like general parts of it and like bits and pieces that stick out in my mind about how things happened and how things developed but it's, it, doing this exactly i would have to look look at fine details and in, in order to do that you've got to rewatch the whole thing and i even rewatched the whole thing but that was like two months ago so now i haven't forgotten the details ah um, uh, yeah see and uh, you can't ask thing, me about that because i don't remember yeah one thing about um Shiemi, uh mm. she was the blonde-haired girl? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she had lost her familiar, too. Yeah. And then she didn't get it back until this movie. Yep. So Until this, until this series, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I keep calling the movie. Yeah, she didn't get it until this <laughs> Yeah, like, at the very end, pretty much. Yeah. Didn't even happen until, like, the very end of it. So, still, grin. Great, great movie, great characters, great design. All around, an awesome awesome anime so yeah i love how they gave backstory to a lot of characters and like tied like they basically go ahead um so it's like i guess um what is her name the girl with the eyebrows okay just call her eyebrows i know you're talking about Uh, everyone knows what you're talking about i don't want to call her eyebrows but yeah she um because it's like the the three guys um, one of them's called Kuruneko, and I don't like him having that name because that's like a girl's name. I don't want you to have that name. because uh, it's like one of my favorite <laughs> characters. It's my favorite char- favorite female character from another series. So when they call him that, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's him, the pink-haired dude, and then uh, Bone. Uh, or is that his nickname? Yeah, whatever, Bone. Um, all three of them are like, tied together through like family relationships and all that kind of stuff. And it was like those three. And then you have, um, Yukio and Rin, their little, their brothers. And then you have the two girls who are kind of individuals and all Mm -hmm. of them mesh together. And in Mm -hmm. the first series, like things would happen and with bone and, um, ring but all three guys would kind of like team up together and it's kind of cool for this second series to explain why they are all so close and even though they explained over and over like what the blue knight was and how it affected their families it's it's really really cool to actually go there and see the characters oh absolutely so I thought that was really great, and then also for them to even introduce more characters, like all mm-hmm. like the um, the Snake Clan, I guess. Um, yeah, and all of those characters are really cool, and um, yeah, I just I just love the way that this this uh, story played out. But um, see, like yeah. I said, I have I have no issues with like, and the fact that they did this, I really don't have any issues with either. Even though it felt like it was kind of a filler. It didn't seem like it was. It, it still. It still felt like it tied in pretty well, and it still felt like you know. Again, the series itself, characters, phenomenal. 
the the overall like look of it phenomenal you know and even like all the different nooks and crannies everything for it is great i love the series it's just confusing trying to look at it and go now where does this go because i I don't know so yeah there's a little little cohesion that seems to be the missing out of it but beyond that phenomenal series loved it so where where, out of the ones we watched i guess where would you kind of rate this one um all of the other shows if i think about them they're all silly except for one Mm. like there's only two serious shows this season and because this brings back so much nostalgia um i want to say this is number one really yeah okay yeah, because it, it, it pulled on my heartstrings a bit. Um, yeah, so for me, this, this is my favorite uh, series. For this season? season? Yeah. See, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I, it might it might have been my all-time favorite for this season. It, it's that speed bump that I felt like we had in like the first two out two or three episodes. We yeah. were like, everyone was trying to get over the fact that he was the son of Satan and everything. Yeah. And it's like... That in and of itself made me be like, oh, God, it took me a little while before I finally was like, OK, I can actually start repetitively watching this and wanting to know what's going on. You know, and that's kind of that's kind of sad for as much as I like the series and have watched the first season and loved watching that to watch the, the second one, basically, and be looking at it going after like the first episode being like, do I really want to start keep watching? I don't know. <laughs> So there was a bit of a speed bump. So, I mean, to me, if I had to say, this might be, like, my number two. Okay. So. Yeah. So, um, oh, I'll say, as far as watch order, mm. I think you can watch it in release order. Because uh, I think just watching the whole first series through and, mm. like, after episode 16, how they ended up um, deciding to go. And then watching this one second would be totally fine because... Um, it does kind of seem like it's a separate thing. Yeah, a little bit. It's just so, hard to say. I'd, again, I'd have to rewatch the first series with the second one still in my fresh in my mind yeah. to be able to place where this one would be, or if it's a continuation, or if it's somewhere in the middle, or whatever. Yeah. So, well, yeah. anyway. Uh, yes, this Blue Exorcist is awesome. Come awesome. on with another arc, and I will be there. Absolutely. All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Gabriel Dropout. Ah, this is one that you went with, and I watched the first three episodes of this, I want to say, and it just, I couldn't, I couldn't. I mean, it had its funny moments and everything, but there were a lot of, like, facepalm moments where I'm just looking at going, oh my god, are you serious? Just stop. (laughs) Just stop. Hmm. Give it. I'll give it though. It was. It was funny. I mean, seeing the characters and what they did. Um, you know, the angel who's more like a devil, the devil okay. who's more like an angel, and like the one demon as whatever who is trying to be evil, but it ends up being like more of an annoyance than anything else. <laughs> and you just look at it and go, just go away, just go sit in the corner. You're you're just you're just embarrassing yourself. Just stop. <laughs> so, but. Anyways, I'll let you as far as I mean, that's just my thoughts on it. What, what, what did you take away from this? So at the beginning, I was loving it. Mm-hmm. And because I watched this one directly after Dragon Maid, 
it kind of had a bit of a high bar to live up to mm-hmm. uh, as far as like endearing characters. Yeah. So, um, so it kind of like fell a couple notches because uh, I had watched Maid Dragon before this one. Mm-hmm. Um, for this show by itself, um, it's it's done by Dagakabo, so the style of comedy and the style of characters that are there um, really match the studio and other shows that I've seen by them. So I really liked the show. Um, the one thing that I... I think it, it started to be less funny. Like At the beginning, I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then it just slowly started to... We're like drop. the jokes... I mean, it kind of seemed like that to me. I only watched, like, again, like, maybe the first three or four episodes or something. Yeah. But it kind of seemed like to me, like, they kept going with the same jokes. Like, it the, it was, like, the whole thing was almost like a running gag in and of itself. Yeah. Is that kind of what happened? Um, In the middle of the series, I'd say definitely yes. Okay. And then they introduced the um, the fourth dragon. And I was like, yes, a Wait. breath of fresh air. Are you talking about, which one are you talking about now? The um the water the oh I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> I'm like wait 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 you're confusing them now I thought you were talking about Gabriel Dropout here <laughs> we went on a totally different tangent wow. there well ladies and gentlemen that just happened <laughs> wait a minute <laughs> Gabriel Dropout um angels demons. Yes. Okay. So, not the middle of the series, but towards the end of the series, they go back home, mm-hmm. and you get to see. I wanted to see all of their parents, mm-hmm. but you only get to see two of their parents, and okay. the one of the people who you don't get to see the parents makes sense because of her personality. Okay. And it makes sense, like the gray hair girl, like. The one that I dislike the most. Mm. She, I understand why she's like that a bit more. Okay. But, um, let's see. And then you see, you see Satanya, you see the red hair girls, Satanya's parents, and you mm. see the demon girl, uh, the, the, the nice demon girl's parents. Okay. But, so yeah, you see the demons, the two demon characters' parents, but you don't see the angel's parents. Um, and not seeing the gray hair angel explains her character. But then as far as Gabriel, the blonde girl, you don't get to see her parents, but you get to see her sister. Mm. And in the next episode, her um, older sister is supposed to show up. Mm. So that's going to be cool because I'm like one. I'm curious. I'm like, is her older sister like because in the beginning of the series, Gabriel was like the model angel. She was like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There. So I'm curious where her older sister is gonna fall. Like, is her older sister like a slab, or or like she is now, or mm-hmm. is, is she, she a like, little angel like yeah. the, like she used to be? Yeah, yeah. And maybe she's both, and she can like she can flip really easily. And mm-hmm. Gabriel just doesn't know how to manage that. She's like she knows how to manage it when she's like, oh, I'm going back home. Let me clean up. Yeah, but, but other than that, she's like, eh, I don't feel like it. So yeah, yeah, I'm kind of yeah. curious if I'm curious if like her sister is the same way. But um, so I mean, like through the the, the whole series, oh, until this point so far, 
like again, I, like I was three or four episodes into it, and it seemed like it was just going in that like there was no real direction. Yeah, there was just no direction whatsoever. We were just kind of like, eh, whatever. We're just gonna go randomly throughout whatever, doing whatever, you know, and just kind of that's the way it was gonna be. Did did it ever have like a specific direction to go into, or did we just continue that way? Um, it was pretty aimless. Um, okay, like. There were, like, one character would get sick, and then you're like, oh, okay, so then all the other characters are going to come to visit her and bother her. And mm. it's, it was, I don't know, it's like, like, cliche, I guess? Like, some the things that happened were cliche. Some, yeah. of the joke, some of the jokes stopped being funny. Like, the second time they did the joke in episode two, it wasn't funny. But yeah. then a couple episodes down the line, they kept doing it. So, like, yeah, that's, yeah, the more I... So I mean, I think about the right show, it it became less and less funny, and then the the environment change brought me back in for a bit. And so, I'm excited for the last episode. Yeah. So basically, it kind of seemed like this was not necessarily like a high point show. Like it was kind of just blasé. It wasn't bad. Like we've seen bad. <laughs> You know, we've definitely seen bad, but it wasn't really anything extraordinary. It was just kind of like they kind of. The studio just was like, you know what, let's just kind of throw these characters together and, you know, whatever. doesn't really matter whatever happens, whatever happens, you know. And they're just going to throw out all the old tropes and everything and play. Do Basically, they took the playbook of animes and were like, okay, let's go down the list. Just hit all the marks and we're good. Yeah. And some, so, some series can do that well, but this one, they just need to check the boxes. So like yeah. there there was a beach episode and I'm like okay they went to the beach and it wasn't that great then there was like a New Year's episode I'm like oh they went to the temple mm-hmm. uh, they didn't do fireworks which was could have been funny but I don't really see maybe Satanya would have done something crazy and like I don't know burn something down <laughs> yeah, yeah well I'm like I don't it would she would have done something to herself yeah so. Yeah, I don't think she's good enough at being bad or even accidentally to, like, mess something somebody else up or something, uh, like a building or something. But, um, mm. oh, <laughs> oh, that dog that kept stealing her melon bread. Yeah, 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 yeah. It stopped stealing her melon bread for a while, uh-huh. which was great. Because I was like, like, that running joke stopped. And I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody's like, hey, you want some melon bread? And I completely forgot. And the dog was like, how? And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> Dog's back. I'm like, you got me. Good job. <laughs> like, they, they kept doing that, like, multiple times in the episode to get you tired of it. And then mm. they're like, okay, we're going to stop. And then we're going to bring it back. And um, and then after that, they changed the dynamics between Satanya and the dog. To where it, they don't do that joke anymore, but her relationship with the dog was like way different, which was cool. And, but okay. that didn't happen until like a couple episodes of like blah. So yeah, well, it kind of seems like they just they just kind of again, it's not bad. They just kind of dropped the ball on on making something that could have been really good or really funny, and they just kind of were like, eh. It seemed like more of a half-hearted attempt. Yeah, the beginning's good. The end 
it's good but the middle ah. like they had no like maybe that was that was a thing maybe they had the idea for the beginning and they had the idea for the end but they're like i don't know what to do in the middle i'm like oh, i'll just throw something in there it's all good yeah, like, oh let's go get that anime checkbook but like, okay whatever beach episode uh new year's episode and this episode when somebody gets sick there you go yeah. we got the three yeah, yeah. We, got, we got the three middle episodes let's go <laughs> so oh, wow. um yeah, it's it's an okay series. Um, it had a really cool concept. Well, I'll tell you, it had a cool concept. Um, the beginning and the end is funny. Um, I can't wait to see the next episode because they changed up. The, they changed like they they're introducing something that I'm really interested in. So mm-hmm. I would say, um, yeah, it's pretty good. So on your list of five, where does it rank? Ooh, let's see. What else do we have? We have that one. Uh... I have to say the bottom. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which means it's only going to get better from here. So, I mean. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think this next episode can knock it up a notch Mm. because the other shows were so solid. But out of my top five, it is number five. (laughs) Okay. Gotcha. All right. (laughs) Next show we're going to be talking about is Interviews with Monster Girls. Ah, the one that I watched. Yep. Okay, so yeah, this was the one that I had watched. That he had watched Gabriel drop out, and I I had missed out on that one. And I watched interviews with Monster Girls, and he he missed out on that one. And I will say a hundred percent for sure, yes, you definitely missed out on not getting this one. Ah. Um, this one is a solid, absolutely solid anime. Where you were saying that Gabriel Dropout was missing the jokes and the humor, this one picked up on it. Hey. So it it was and it surprised me because like okay beginning of it you did you watch the first episode for this one I forget yes, yes. okay so you I mean you know the beginning of it you kind of get barely introduced to all the characters more or less you get like little snippets of everything so you're kind of like in limbo but you kind of more or less kind of know where things are at more more or less um, but that's just like the tip of the iceberg. And I really like the only thing I have to compare this to in in terms of it is um, what was the other one with Monster Girls? You know what I'm talking about? It happened a couple of seasons ago. It was very perverted. Okay, yeah. Do you remember the one I'm talking about, right? Monster Monster Musume. Monster Musume, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. And honestly, the only way this compares to that is that it has monsters. Other than that, this one does a phenomenal job of really drawing you in because it, it even if you know nothing about the monsters that they're talking about. So you know nothing about vampires, succubus, um, doulahans, and uh, ice women. Even if you know absolutely nothing about them, it's kind of like you're being walked through it. And it's not bad. Like there are some some shows and some even other forms of media where you're looking at it going, oh, God, they're explaining these things in, in so minute detail. But you get intrigued at the way that they present themselves. And, it, and some of the things that they talk about and some of the things that they do, you don't really think about until they presented them to you. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, the vampire girl came up to him wondering why her eyes – glowed in a picture and yet her sister didn't and he ends up explaining the fact that basically it's because she has her eyes are more animalistic than actually human and animal eyes have like a little mirror 
in the back because they're able to pick up so much light and it's how she can actually see better at night than she does during the day uh whether the normal human so like all the and then he showed her pictures of like other animals and you see in the flash of the picture all the animals have like a their their eyes are glowing because of it because the light that gets picked up for it but she can see that and because she can see at night and so you know and then he's trying to tell her you know hey make sure you're wearing sunglasses and then you know of course she's like sensei how long do you think i've been a vampire of course i know this she's like she pulls out a pair of sunglasses and everything i got them you know so the characters themselves are very charming and endearing um i I thought it was going to be a little bad with a succubus and I was like, oh, how are they gonna how are they gonna play this? How is this gonna go? But it actually turns out really well. And I think they knew that that character was gonna be a hard character because like the other characters they kinda like do a little bit of back with story with, but this the the succubus, the the teacher, they actually devoted an entire episode to her. And you get to see her life and what she does. And it's interesting and cool to see the fact that these these are monsters living in our world. Literally, it is our world straight up, but they're living and they're accepted. See, that was the other thing I didn't quite like with Monster Mies Made. There there was not an acceptance. You well, you kind of seem like they were barred from everything. They couldn't go outside without their chaperone. They couldn't, you know, move into the real world without some oh, sort of post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all these limitations that they had on them. But here, it's accepted. Now, you end up finding out there is kind of like a police force that kind of monitors and makes sure nothing bad happens. And, like, you get the idea that before this, that there was a lot more issues and problems. But you're at the point in the story now where things are kind of mellowed out. So you just have the fact that these monsters exist in this world and you're just learning about them because you're taking the story of the teacher and he just wants to know more about them. And then the more he knows about them, the more he wants to help them, the more he wants to be able to get them to be more accepted, because even though they are accepted in society, in the class, there's a little bit of stigma between them. You know, they're almost looked at as like special needs. And he's like, I don't want that. I want them to be accepted for who they are and just to be able to live a normal life. That's what they want. So in a lot of ways, you know, again, he's just trying to help them through that and help them to understand. He helps them to understand themselves. He helps them to understand their abilities because like the ice woman, she had some issues dealing with that and he helped her along with that. And then he just helps them to be able to live normal lives. So which you mean can be quite interesting you know like they would have they did have a, a pool episode um and that was interesting with the doulahan considering you like yeah yeah so and then they kind of discussed about the mythos about how doulahans can't cross running streams uh-huh. and the doulahan that she was talking to was like well i kind of get that he's like i understand where that comes from he's like why he's like well think about it if a doulahan's crossing a stream and he accidentally drops his head well that could be a problem <laughs> wow. See, so yeah. that's what i was like we we're like okay yeah i get that so it wasn't like they they technically can't cross the stream it's more like it's probably shouldn't just in case <laughs> something were to happen so and then they were talking about how well all doula hands are considered like knights 
uh, and, you know, in armor and then riding horses and like, well, what if like the most famous of Doolahan out there just happened to be a knight? And that's the reason why everyone remembers Doolahans for that particular reason. It's not to fact say that all Doolahans are knights or ride horses or whatever. It's just the fact that the most famous of them all might have been that way, you know. So it's it's interesting to see these things and think about it and go, okay, yeah, that could be interesting, you know. And then they they even talked about how the fact that you know you look the heads detached, but there actually could there actually is a neck. You it's just that our perception of it, you don't see that. The only thing you see is the head detached and the flames coming out of the body. But in reality, there is actually a neck. So it's like, all right, you know, it's this is why it was very intriguing. It was very intriguing. I'm curious, like they could they could go more with this. And I kind of hope they do, because there is honestly like more, you know, as they get older, I'm curious, like a new school year. Okay, now something new happens with their body now they find something new out you know and you're like okay you know now we have to cope with this and see how this works out you know so it was very much like a slice of life but at the same time it was very different because of the characters that were there that were in it so oh and i know i kind of went off track with the succubus one i was going to mention with that the one though is because you actually see she tries really really hard not to be a succubus as much as she can. That's why you see her and dressed in like the gym clothes. She tries to put all of her femininity away. So that way she does not detract males in that sense. Okay. And because she wears that, because she can't touch anybody because it's going to be an automatic thing with touch. But because she wears that, even if she bumps into somebody and she tries to avoid that too, it, you know, someone will look at her and it'll immediately go away. Instead of being continually attractive. Ah, and that's, that's the reason cool. why she does that. Because they showed that too, is that she bumped into one of the students and immediately he was like, <gasps> and he turned and looked at her and he was like, oh. and then he just continued <laughs> on. You know, so I was like, okay, yeah. And, you know, and then she takes other precautions. Like she lives very far away from anybody. She lives out in the middle of nowhere simply because that way when she's asleep, she does not, if like she falls asleep and there are people around her, she gives them sexy dreams. Like at one point she was on the subway and there was like two other people there with her and she was so tired. She started to nod off. And the minute she did, the other guy all of a sudden perked up and was like, and he, and he, she immediately woke up and she's like, okay, no, 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 can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. I gotta stay awake. Gotta stay awake. Stay awake. You know? And then she, she always takes the very earliest train she possibly can. So she's always at school like before everyone else. And she'll do a whole bunch of cleaning because she's bored, basically. So, I mean, I kind of feel sorry for her in a lot of ways. And then she takes, she stays as late as possible and takes the very last train to get home. So she literally spends her entire day there at school. But simply because of, if she didn't, she'd run the risk of, of causing issues or problems. Yeah. So is the story like that. I'm like, it's super intriguing. And it's like, I want to see more. I want to know more. I root for, you know, obviously, like, you know, not with the, the young girls have feelings for him, but obviously the teacher, <laughs> she's a succubus and, and the, the main teacher, they want to, well, she wants to have things with him, but they're leaving that kind of like, they, they do these little subtle things where like, she'll try to do a little something and he, <laughs> he tries so hard to play it off. Like it was nothing. 
and keep going. So she's under the impression that he has a, 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 a sort of a, a barrier. He can he can stand some of her charm. So she tries to play that. And he just every time she leaves, she's like, oh, my God, that was so sexy. Oh, my God. You know, he's trying really hard to act the gentleman in this. And it just becomes so difficult. So, again, see, this is what I'm saying. For me, where you were saying before that Gabriel Drockout kind of dropped the ball and like the jokes because they kept, you know, really repeating the same ones or they just, you know, it became kind of flat, especially in the middle. To me, you know, Interview with the Monster Girls, that just kept going exponentially up as it went. And came more interesting as I went, so. Okay. Looks like I'm about to get back to that one then. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I guess one question that's, I guess, not really story-related, but, because I don't, I kind of don't want to spoil it for myself since I plan on uh, watching it. Um, did they explain that there's more than four different types? Um, I don't ever think they actually said specifically. They, they, really, they really kept saying about how this whole, the fact that there are the monsters being born is very rare on its own. Like, I think at one point they actually said there are only, in this world, there are only three Doolands in the entire world. Okay. So it's like everything is, it's, it's, it's not to say that there's not a possibility. They could add more monsters into it and it could actually yeah. make sense because you're like, okay, well, these probably exist too. Why not? But it's the fact that they're like, it's super rare. Okay. And that's kind of the reason why he wanted to know more. Because it's not something that you see in a, on a regular basis. And he's like, wow, this can actually happen. I want to know. What is it that's about these things? You know, And that's the first when he sat down, the vampire girl was the first one he talked to. And he was going through all the, the tropes of vampires going, okay, does this affect you? Does this affect you? And, you know, and, and he just because he wanted to know for sure what was what was the things that happened. So, you know, and as I, again, another cool thing about it. He was talking about vampires and they were like. They were talking about how um, vampires have that that stigma about garlic and everything. Mm. You know, that's a old vampire thing. Oh, they you know, garlic will get away. Well, he was saying because of her predator nature, where she has you know better eyesight, you know, all of her senses are enhanced. Yeah, because it's all for predator thing. Well, think about it. Garlic is very strong smelling. Yeah. So it's not the fact that she can't have garlic. It's the fact that it's so strong smelling, it has an, uh, an adverse effect in that regards. Yeah. So it's these little things. And I'm like, I would never have thought about that. But that's actually kind of cool. So, again, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that this continues and, and that we get more about this. And, and that even, hey, I even hope they add more monsters into it because it could even go further with that. And I would be perfectly fine with it. If they continue along the same lines as they've done with the previous ones. Like, if they add more in, you got to do it the same way you've done the previous ones. Because otherwise, it just wouldn't it wouldn't feel the same. Okay. So, anyways, yep. Highly recommend it. Awesome show. Cool. Ah. I feel like in that show, I'll be watching it. I'll be like, oh. See? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was doing that, too. I'm like, I know monsters a lot. And yet, I'm like... I never thought about that. That's interesting. <laughs> you know, so I'm, I'm, yeah, it was awesome. Okay. All right. I will definitely check that one out. Next show we're going to be talking about is Konosuba season two. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. This one was a little bit of a struggle for me. Okay. It's a little bit of a struggle. Oh my God. They just, just the things they kept throwing at you. I'm like, oh, Jesus, no, stop, stop, stop. 
Um, it, it, it's again, not to say it's bad. It's cause it's not, it's a great show. I love the fantasy setting and the fact that they make fun of like some of the typical fantasy tropes and stuff like that. You know, even like if someone who is known as like D and D or whatever, I love the fact that they make fun of the fact of some of those, you know, the classes and the different magics and stuff like that. I'm like, I love that. That's awesome. Just oh god, some of the characters just make me just oh. <laughs> Especially considering the fact that we seemed like it was a little bit like this season seemed like it had a little bit more to do with darkness. Yeah and aqua yes like at the end you know what i'm talking about yeah. too yeah that that irritated me i'm gonna tell you that right now i was as irritated as the characters were i'm like for the love of god please stop <laughs> stop the running gag is was done too much you're you're done stop it god has oh like oh my god i can't i can't what? Like if one more person comes up to me with a piece of paper. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like literally by the th- after the second time they did it, I'm like, oh my god, this is good. I was already done with it. I'm like, stop, just stop, stop. <laughs> Every single thing that he did, even after that point, which is why I was like, you were saying before with like Gabriel, how you were like. When they when they stopped it and then they continued it later on, it took you off guard. It did not take me off guard one bit in Konosuba, not one goddamn bit. Because even even when the little girl approached him, I was like, I'm just waiting for it. I'm like, Yep, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And sure enough, he, she starts asking about name, and I'm like, Yep, there it is. There it is. She's like, Will you write that down? And then hands him the paper and pencil. I'm like, Yep. When's he gonna? Oh, yep. Now he realizes it. Yep. Now he's about to be pissed off. <laughs> I was like, stop it. I so I feel like if they took a, about half of the people, like half of the aggressive, aggressive people out, then mm. I feel like it could have been. I don't know. Like there was nothing but that. It was like yeah, that's all it was. Literally, the entire yeah. town. Was yeah, you cannot live in that town unless you are a devout aqua fanatic. Yeah, and the only thing that was refreshing in that entire thing was darkness, and that's saying yeah. something. For the fact that she was the refreshing <laughs> and that entire thing, just because oh. she broke up the monotony and like they would treat her poorly because she was a whatever Axis believer or yeah. whatever. So. One thing that I did like, as far as like the aggressive people, is like the waitress when they went uh, uh, to that like cafe oh, or whatever. The the bone in the bowl. Yeah, because like everybody kept everybody kept like like spit at you and all that kind of stuff, and I was like, oh wow, I haven't seen anybody do that like in a long time. And I'm like, wow, that's like <laughs> rude. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, and then she, I'm like, it's good that she didn't like speak. It was like she's serving food, so that kind of would have been kind of nasty. But I like, uh, she was like, oh yeah, and here's your dog bug. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, what? That was that was that was good. I was like, okay. that was good. See, if they if they had varied that up some, yeah. and added more into that, I would have enjoyed it more. But as it was, I was getting just as pissed off as he was, and everyone else was. Yeah. And I will say this. I will say this. As much I do enjoy the series. 
I'm going to say that right away. I do enjoy the series, but I'm starting to get a little irritated about the fact in general, like their whole quest is to go and kill the demon King. That's their quest. Bottom line. The only way they have made progress in that regards is the fact that they, that all the generals of the demon have come to them. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and that just irritates me to no end. I'm like, oh my God, you're only doing this by like happenstance and default. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Now, I, I like the battles and I like what they do because it shows that they do have teamwork and that they can take care of things and that his character is not just completely useless. Like yeah. he can actually do stuff. He actually thinks these things through. I appreciate that. Mm. It's just the fact of how all of this comes about. It's almost like the writers just go, I have no idea how this is going to work. So we're just going to throw this in there and call it good. You know, like with, with the hot spring, like when they went there at the end and they came across the like their whole thing was, well, we got to figure out who's who's poisoning the hot springs or whatever. And then they came across that guy and he just happens to be another demon. I'm like, really? Are you serious? And like the minute he showed himself and I'm like looking at him, I'm like, I bet you, I bet you. And sure enough, I'm like, yep, there he is. He's a demon. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Why? Just why? I'm just, ah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. It's like the general, the general story of this has me intrigued and I want to see more. I like the world. And for the most part, I like the characters. I'm not going to say I like all the characters, but for the most part, I like the characters. It's just... Yeah, that overall arc and that as far as the fact that it's just they keep they keep trying to make them seem like the goofballs that they are. So they're like, oh, we're just going to be doing random shit. And then we actually do something productive. And I'm like, come on, yeah. come on. Y'all have the ability to do this. Why are you not going out there and doing it? So I don't know. Um, I will say I like the guy, the, the demon guy and the, the, the one general in the mask. He's probably one of my favorite characters. Oh now. yeah, he was cool. He's, he's <laughs> probably one of my favorite characters now. Um, I wish they would have done more with um, uh, the Fire Girl's rival, the one that yeah. just kept showing up at their house. Yeah, because she didn't do anything after the first encounter. Yeah, and um, now, now she is now a running gag. Literally, yeah, she's a running gag. And that's kind of sad because I want to see what you know. Yeah, I'd like she, to see more about that. Yeah, she brought out some new stuff from um from the girl, the fire girl. Yeah. Um, okay, so the characters that I enjoy the most and I want to see more of is that one is the is her fire girl's rival is the guy in the mask, the demon lord dude <laughs> in the mask, and the witch, the the one that the, no no the 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 one that uh, that runs the shop. Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to I wanna see more of her. I almost, like, okay, at this point now, Aqua is kind of becoming overly annoying. I'm going to, I'm going to be completely upfront. She is becoming just too damn annoying. She's almost getting to the point where she's almost on what? I'm like, okay, stop. Just stop. Stop. I'm, I'm kind of, go ahead. She was a bit whiny in this series. Oh, yes, like, she was. Like, I get that if their followers don't, um, I guess, believe in the faith, then she would lose all of her power. And it's very kind of important because she does save the day kind of sometimes, even though she ends up messing stuff up later on. But I don't know. She kind of went like, all, like extra ham when she went to her village because she was like, ah, 
I already whine and get what I want, but now this is my city and I can do whatever I want. So well, and even before that, she was like kind of an annoying whine kind of. I'm like, oh, just your your character's starting to wear on me now. You need to stop. You need to tone it back just a little bit, please. I'm starting to agree with the guy, and the guy, I'm, I'm kind of like, I don't know. He has his high moments, and then he has his low moments. And when yeah. he, he gets those low moments, I'm looking at him going, can you just stop? Yeah. Just stop. Like, I, I agree with him on a lot of the things that he says. I think it's just the things that he does yeah. that I'm just like, really? Come on. You're supposed to be better than this. You are better than this. And yet yeah. you continually, like, ah. <sighs> Like when they finally got the reward and they started having that party and he's like, oh, I can finally pay off some debt and all that kind of stuff. And people were like, drinks around the house. And everyone was all like, ah, and Doc was like, water. And then he's like, steal. And then that girl from the first series just walks in and does her only thing for the for the whole series and gets her underwear stolen. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. It's like at this point they had. okay, they had success in the first the first season. First season was great because everything was new. Everything was vibrant. We were just figuring things out. But it's like we've now gotten to the point where we're established. Yeah. Like we know. Yeah. We know the characters. We know where they're going, what they're doing. And now the one problem that they kept saying that they had was the fact that they didn't have any money. Yeah. Well, they have money now. So what's the problem? You know, it's like, come on. Yeah, we already know the backstory of the guy. Yep. In this series, we got some backstory for Aqua and we got some backstory for Darkness, but we didn't get anything from the fire girl. And I feel like if ideally, if all the parts that I didn't like were replaced with backstory for the fire girl, then I would have loved this one as much as I loved the first one. Yeah. But if uh, we learned more about the fire girl and if I think the the witch ended up having more of a more of a part than she did yeah because i mean okay i get it they don't want to have characters that are like overpowered or have like you know big things and whatnot but ah i see i feel like okay wait i know she's a lich that's what she is yeah if the lich was part of the group on a more regular basis i feel like they would get more done and she's not an overpower in that regards because she does have a limit yeah so it's like and yeah, and Aqua of, usually messes that up. Yeah, I was like, a lot of their powers kind of kill the lynch a bit. So, yeah, uh, but I feel like they is, get done with that. In all honesty, it is so that that one running joke where the lich keeps like fading away is yeah. funny. So. Yeah, it is funny, but at the same time, it makes me just more irritated at Aqua. I'm like, stop <laughs> making this disappear. It's your fault every single time. <laughs> You're going to turn undead and all of a sudden the lich starts disappearing. Oh, oh that happened. You start crying <laughs> magical tears. Now the lich is starting to disappear because you're getting showered because she's trying to help you. And you keep crying tears of holy tears on her. I'm just like, <laughs> at, the beginning, at the beginning, everybody was like kind of like taking care of her. They're like, oh, no, Agus Power did it again. Let's go heal herself. And then towards the end of the series, they're like, eh, here you go. You take care of her. It just left her like half faded. I'm like, come on, man. She'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's like it's not it's not bad, but I don't think that the second season really lived up to the first. 
It's like I saw, I wanted them to take what they built on the first season and like go with it. Yeah. Like take off, have even greater adventures, even greater fun. You know, they they kind of like allude, they keep alluding the fact that they're you know because again he died um, yeah. in this one. And he goes back into the the afterlife world or whatever, and it's like, okay, I want to see more adventures, you know. Yeah. Obviously, that's still a thing going on because the Demon King isn't dead yet, so someone's got to go do it. So it's like, why don't we see more people from that, you know? And why don't all these things? There's like so many possibilities of things that they could do, and so many different avenues that they could go. But they're like, we're comfortable here. Yeah. We know how we're doing here. We're comfortable here. We're just going to continue with this. And it's like, no, no, you could go do more, have greater adventures and stuff like that. I want to see more of that. Yeah. Instead, we get the same thing we got from the first season. Yeah. Like right in the middle of the series, they're like, um, what you call uh, the fire girl? She even wanted to go. She's like, yeah, let's go on a quest. And they're like, eh, we got money now. I kind of don't yeah. want to go anywhere. I was like, yeah, I haven't moved from this spot in like two days. And I'm like, yeah, okay. And then, um, what's his name? He made that deal with that guy and he's like, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to, um, build furniture from my world and like sell it and we'll make like tons of money. And they're like, yeah, I don't care. We're not, <laughs> not going to do anything. And I'm like, ah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and part of me gets it. Don't get me wrong. Part of me gets it. He's tired of, you know, them trying to do things and he comes up with a plan and then he ends up dying. Yeah. And it's not fun for him. I get he that. He always gets the short end of the stick. He always does. I get that. And I think that's something that the the the, the makers of this can work on. Because I think that's 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 now also like everything in this is a running gag. Everything in this is a complete running gag. From the very first episode from the first season, we are just continual running gag going all the way through, even through the second season. And it's just like, come on, y'all can do more than this. Y'all can do better. Give them, give them, have them something go, you know, you went like way far with the right now. Now all of a sudden he's rich. Yeah. And now like, I'm, I'm wondering if they, 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 they wrote themselves into a dead end with the way the characters are and the way everything is. Unless all of a sudden something weirdly weird happens and once again he ends up losing all of his money and something else but maybe all the money's gonna put into this whole thing with the building furniture is gonna go belly up or something because the girl that's what involved. i'm wondering i'm like I, I wonder like would i have liked it more if he did more with that and it failed and then he's like oh, okay i gotta go questing now and then they just like yeah i don't know but then i kind of like, want him like, i, I kind of feel bad for him and i, I kind of want him to rest so for him to be like Nah, I'm not gonna do nothing. It's kind of it's like me thinking about him as a character. I'm like, yeah, he does need a rest because every time he does something, something goes wrong. But yeah. then, as far as story, that was you like want to see you want to see progression. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you want to see progression, and unfortunately, it does not feel like we're getting much in the way of progression. I I honestly believe I honestly believe we are not gonna see a de- the Demon King and him fight. Until the Demon King comes to him. For some weird, strange reason. Yes, the Demon King is going to come to him. Yes, because um, wasn't the Lich part of his, like one yeah. of his... Yeah. Yeah, so she's living in it in the town. And then the other guy, he was part of it. And he's living in the other town. And then the, um, the Doolahan. Yeah, the way the way they're going to defeat... Well, they actually killed him. He's, he's gone. Okay, okay, so that's why they keep blowing up his castle? Yeah. 
Okay, I was wondering, I'm like, why did they still blow up his castle? I forgot that they killed him. Okay. Yeah, no, they they killed him. But okay. it's like, so yeah, what? Is, is, that's is the definitely going to happen. Is the end game of this, all of a sudden, the Demon King is going to be give up being Demon King and come live in this town with all of them and, and open up some shop selling, you know, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> That would be perfect. But he would, I would, I would be, I would be, I would be so upset. I would be so. It fits with the anime. Don't get me wrong, but I would be so upset if that was how they ended it. If that is how we concluded this, I would be so upset. I'm like, are you serious? No, screw you. Stupid. Done. Oh, not to say I'm not going to still watch these. They're going to come out. They're going to come out with another season. It's going to happen. Oh, definitely. I definitely watch the backstory for the uh, fire girl. I I hope so. It's got to be better than than what we've gotten so far. Yeah, but like, what else could they do? Like we got well, backstory. They're going to introduce on... another character somewhere, and all of a sudden we're going to get backstory on somebody else, and then we're going to in in some weird shape or form come across another demon commander, and then have to kill. Like we're just every backstory we're getting, we're coming across a demon commander. Well, no, yeah, dark have it. No, did darkness have it? Oh, well, darkness got captured no. by the lit by the. Uh, and then, then they had to go to well no 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 I was saying during her backstory though they had to go to that dungeon that was during her her, her little oh, backstory yeah. and that's how they came across the, the, the demon commander that wears that mask yeah so I feel like if we go into um, the fire girl's backstory so, like one of the one of the demon villagers happens to be around her old villager or something and then they end up crossing paths yeah yeah and then after that, there are no more generals, and then the demon king's gonna come to the village, to their village. <laughs> Be like, where the uh, hell did my generals go? <laughs> Why are all uh, my generals here? If anyway, it does play out like that, I wouldn't mind because I'm like that. That would fit. Mm. But uh, yeah, I can't wait for another season. Like, I don't know. For 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 me, considering all that and my feelings towards it, I have to say this probably out of the five that I had hit the bottom of my list. Oh, uh, mm, let's see. For me, it's just I. I feel I feel like it had potential and it did not live up to it. Is what I think. Yeah, this is above Gabriel, but I think that's far far up as it goes. Yeah, I want to say the last one for me. The interviews with Monster Girls has to be like a number three. Okay. So that yeah. was three. Blue Exorcist was two. This was five. So we'll see what we go for the next ones. Yeah. Um. Second season of Konosuba. More of the same. If you like the first season. Probably will like the second one, unless you get tired of it like I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, third season, definitely going to watch it because I want some backstory on the fire girl. Please, please, makers of this, change <laughs> it up a little bit. Just a little bit. Do something a little different. If I can call the plays of this next season like I've pretty much felt like I did for this se- the second one, I'm going to be so disappointed. <laughs> Anyways, uh, next show we're gonna be talking about is Koyashi's Dragon Maid. Ah, yes. This this was just I just like okay, just thrown out there. I love dragons to begin with, and I love the fact that this was a dragon anime that actually put dragons in a pretty decent light. I, I like that. So I'm gonna start off with that. That was that was amazing. Everything else, it's. it's was an awesome show i'm just gonna say that this was an awesome show um god so much to say about it 
the the characters phenomenal um the main character i felt like in the beginning she was like stereotypical like the oh no i don't know everything i'm doing i don't know about the world and everything about that i'm glad that that phase in her career as a maid went away quickly yeah that she started picking everything up and everything was just went from there you know she still has her moments don't get me wrong and i expect that and i appreciate that because it still shows that she is still her true nature and what she is and i i totally absolutely agree with that i'm just glad we don't have to sit through you know five or six episodes half a season of her trying to figure things out and totally failing over yeah. and over again i'm like come on now let's 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 be real yeah they kind of shifted that aspect of the dragons not knowing about the world to each character like slowly throughout the series yep and i i appreciate that so much um so her character i love her character absolutely uh kobayashi even though she's regular human doing her regular job, normal life, I love her character too. Um, you see a lot of depth in her character, I feel like, because, you know, even though she questions, you know, how her life came to be in this way and how she accepts um, the dragon as her maid and all this other crazy weird stuff that happens, you still feel like there's a connection between them. And, yeah. and that's, I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's a little girl, uh, dragon who was absolutely adorable yeah. as all get out. I, she is probably, it, it's a toast. It's a close call between her and, um, what's his name? The, uh, yeah, it's a close <laughs> call between those two about who I like the most. Um, and it's honestly for two completely different reasons in regards to that. But, um, I like oh god her her time in school I love that yeah. uh, like her first day and that one girl who now is like all madly in love with her uh, and whatnot I like the fact that the first meeting she had with her she played upon she read her like an open book basically she knew exactly what she needed to do without so avoiding any confrontation whatsoever and played it up about. I just want to be friends. Oh my God. Yes. I just totally want to be friends too. And she started, right? you know, I'm like, and then later on she's like, and then the, the other, the, the main dragon was like, well, why didn't you just, you know, you could have ended that just by, you know, you know, laying her out or whatever. And she's like, no, I didn't want to do that. And I get that. She wanted to be, she, she, she's very cunning in, in that way. And I, I like that about her character. She's adorable, but she knows she is. And she knows she can play that up. And it's awesome in that regards. Um, and plus, I love their the their fight that they had, and that oh yeah. god, I, I still think about that. That was a, <laughs> that was like every epic fight that I've ever seen. And for them, it was just playing around. And I'm like, oh, that was just awesome. I love that because <laughs> it really shows you. It's like. Yeah, they may look human and they may have little bits of things that can kind of discern them like if they were playing cosplay or something, but they really actually are dragons and they're yeah. powerful in that regards, you know, yeah, especially like all of them are. Oh, like, yeah. Especially when they play dodgeball. <laughs> I was about to say that, too. The dodgeball. Oh, my God. I cringed. I cringed at that. I was like, oh, God, don't tell me they're going to. And they, they, they played very nice. They did. Very, you know, they still managed to do some serious damage, but they played it pretty good. And then they're like, I haven't had enough. Neither have I. You want to go? And I'm like, oh, this is where we saw that whole thing where like the whole playground looked like a war zone. This is where that came from. Okay, I got you now. 
Uh, so I mean, it's just every every aspect I think of this has pretty much nailed it to where it needs to be. I think it, it just it's phenomenal on any and on, on multiple scales. Uh, and again, this is another as we were saying before, kind of slice of life type type anime. And and it just you want to know more. You want to know more about like what her th- there's something else going on with like her not wanting to go back home. Yeah. And like her not saying she can't go back home, uh, even though she took that one trip and back into her world to bring back that fruit. And that's how that other dragon came through, which, by the way, I love that other dragon, too. Yeah. That's another one. I absolutely love the one, even though she's kind of like the the dopey kind of side character comedy relief kind of thing. Yeah. And I still I still like her, though. Yeah, because like yeah. her, she even though she is a running gag. Don't get me there wrong. Was, yeah, like one the the indecisiveness, like take that away and I love her. Like yeah. she's, I, I still, she's a great character, but like the indecisiveness, I'm like, ah, that was dumb. I, I still think it's I I still laugh at those moments when she's like, which which flavor do I choose? I don't because <laughs> like I get that you're like. I like both of those. I want both. Of you know, that's that's her. It's not mm. the fact that she's indecisive. She likes it everything. She loves our food. Mm. So she's immediately like, oh, this is amazing. I got to have more. You know, I, I yeah, I'm totally on board with that. Um, and then especially the the other dragon, too, with the Fafnir. No, not Fafnir. Um, Quizzicotal. Yeah. Yeah. I like her character, too. Her character is an amazing character, uh, even though she doesn't like. <laughs> she doesn't necessarily i don't know she she again became at the end kind of a running gag as well because she kept trying to like do things with the kid and you're yeah. just like no stop it no <laughs> that's wrong on so many levels <laughs> she went you know and of course they had the obligatory beach episode yeah. uh, but like her coming to the beach was like the skimpiest skimpiest yeah. like bathing suit i was like oh my god yeah. That's so wrong. But again, it's, it's everything was great. I, I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. What were your thoughts? <laughs> Have uh, I hadn't already said that? What are your What are your thoughts on that? Well, um, so Quetzalcoatl, I'm like, eh. <laughs> um, I do like how she became like that. That kid's like familiar. Like, I do like her reasoning for it. Um, at the beach, like, most of that was like, I'm like, eh, I don't care. But then um, when she said, rub some lotion on me, I'm like, of course. And then she's like, let me rub some lotion on you. Then I'm like, okay, that's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, like, jumped off and just ran off. And before, most of the time, he just kind of just sits there and, like, takes it. <laughs> or yells at her and, like, slams the door. But he just took it off down the beach. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. So there were some, there were some, um, some moments between the dynamic between those two characters. And I'm like, okay, I like that. But, um, uh, the new, the fourth dragon, when they finally introduced her, her introduction episode was awesome. Cause it was mm-hmm. like, she's like, hi, I'm here. I'm taking you back. And she's like, doesn't know anything about this world. So, um, the main dragon like totally has the upper hand and like keeps tricking her, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, "Okay, oh, it was amazing too." <laughs> she's like, "Let's take this over so to the other world." So, like, yeah, uh, it was so funny, and then I I like how um even though the main dragon had the upper hand, like because she works with Kobayashi, 
um, she like hates her because of the closeness. And like, <laughs> yes. she, she's like, I just got a job and it just happens to be with Kobayashi. And she's like, oh, I hate you. I hate you so much. And like, yes. when you open the door, she like blew her across town. I'm like, whoa. Okay, that's taking it a little far, but God. <laughs> So I feel sorry uh, for the fourth dragon, but uh, it's it's awesome. And, and I love the dynamic uh, going back uh, to uh, Fafnir. The dynamic between him and and the guy he's living with. Oh, he's, awesome he's totally like, I love this culture. I'm gonna write my I'm gonna write books too and everything. And he's like, uh, uh, wasn't they developing a game or something? And he's yeah. like, oh, I'll help you test it. And they're like, they just click immediately. Oh, Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like, well, you wow. can kind of you can kind of tell based upon their first their first meeting that something yeah. like that was probably going to happen. Considering like he's playing the games, and all of a sudden Fafnir's like, "I want to play," you know, it's like kind of just like you know, all of a sudden it, he's just sitting there playing games, and you're like, "Oh, this is going to happen," because you know this guy's sitting there next to him going, "No, no, back up, no, no, you got to do this." Yeah. And I, I would think they would get annoyed about that, but really, you look at him and he's like, he's actually paying attention, going, "Oh, okay." You know, he doesn't say yeah. that, but you like, you yeah. see it click. So he's like, yeah. really, actually, I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. And then when he came over, like we decided to live there. And they're like, "Where are you gonna live?" And he's like, eh, "I live in the mountains." And then basically, I'm on the news, like fighting the police. I'm like, "Oh no!" And then she's like, "No, no, no, you gotta keep it like low key." And he's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Come on." So then they're like, "Oh, I know the perfect place for you to stay." And they're like, "I wonder if he's gonna accept them." And he's like, "Yeah, come on in." <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> Okay, that was super easy. So yeah, well, yeah, it's like a, a gaming partner now. So you know, now they're like going into like you have their own. Both of them have computers on either side. You know, and yeah. they're playing games and they decide on things based upon who can beat who in a match of this. And like, oh, that's just that's just awesome. Now now let's see. They they they, they he's definitely still got that kind of like darkness around him that you're like, okay, he's kind of a. Uh, stay away kind of thing but at the same time you look at them like okay they're like buddy buddies right now they're like that's just awesome connection right there I love it so again this is another one okay this is this is how you do slice of life well yeah you have awesome characters yes exactly you have awesome characters because there's no unless you have interesting characters with an interesting story going along with it you're gonna lose it so much and i think so many of those enemies out there who try to do slice of life they just do a regular life and they add drama into it and i'm like oh my god i'm bored with this this is just normal come on do something interesting and see this again slice of life but the characters just drive it so much and i appreciate that now, I don't even mind going seeing them go to the beach or going to a comic hit or, you know, having a day at a park. I don't even mind that because I just want to see what the hell happens. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably say my favorite character will probably be Kobayashi. Even really? Though, yeah, even though she's like the most plain character, like something about her where she's like always in, in, introspective. Like she like she would ask her a question like. Uh, the dragon, the main dragon, would ask her a question, and then she would think about it, and then mm-hmm. she would give this thoughtful answer. And like yeah, yeah. her, her answer, I'm like, huh. and I would like start thinking about my life, and I'm like, wow, she's, I, I love the way she talks. Like, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, there's something about that. Um, but yeah, I there's two more episodes for this. 
So. Oh, see, I've watched episode 11 already, so I'm only waiting for one more episode. Oh, no, you said there's going to be 13 on this one? Yes, there's 13. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, um. I'm like, curious where they're going to go with it, honestly. Yeah, like, I, hope, like, <laughs> I hope it just doesn't end. I hope that. I hope we just don't have, like, a sudden ending here. Yeah. Um. Because it's like with the other series that we talked about earlier, um, Gabriel Dropout, I'm excited for episode, like the last episode. For this show, I I'm, I don't care what the next episode is going to be because I know I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I absolutely love this show. Uh, oh, yeah. This is probably my this is my number two show for the season. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to say this is probably my number one, honestly. Okay. I think it, it, it really – I have a hard time saying that because the next one we're going to talk about really also had a lot of things special in regards to that too. Um, and, I, and and in no way does does the next one we're talking about have anything to do – like having number five where it at for me was probably about it and then having two, everything else kind of fell wherever it kind of fell, honestly. Um, but it just – there was something special about this one. It seemed new, original, and – highly entertaining mm-hmm. so honestly it's it's great all around i don't i have i have hardly anything bad at all to say about this one so it's like yeah amazing absolutely cool so the last show we're gonna be talking about is yojo sinki or saga of tanya the evil yes oh my goodness um Good lord, this one was just out of out of nowhere. I, I was, I just, oh my goodness, ah, it it hits on so many levels. I think it really does. It, it has the the action in there, and it's great action. I mean, it's definitely very visceral in a lot of ways. Um, the characters are so great, but at the same time, it's very thought provoking in its own way. And I like I like that it, it takes some some the, the, uh, theoretical thought process going on here because it, it does in its own way kind of deal with uh, religion in some some aspects, um, obviously with the fact of of the main character coming into contact with this supreme being um, that wants to be known as God to it and and carry the faith and and whatnot. And and the contention between these two characters, between um, Tanya and this being X that she keeps calling uh, calling it, is is like the main driving point. And it's interesting to see how things go and pan out. Mm-hmm. You know, and <laughs> it's funny too because at the end of of Age of Every, at the beginning of end, I can't remember, but they talk about you know this is. A work of fiction. This has nothing to do with real life and and whatnot. And I look at him like, who are you trying to kid? In all honesty, <laughs> come on, who are you trying to kid? I mean, when you look at the map that they keep putting up there when they're talking about moving the armies around and everything, I look at that map and I immediately know what I'm looking at. <laughs> There's no way, shape, or around that. I mean, come on. And and the the way that like they're dressed. With like the adornments that they have, um, you know, they don't quite come out and say it and whatnot, and they kind of alter it just a little bit. But at the same time, I'm looking at it going, come on, this is this is like World War One stuff here. Come on, come on, just to be honest here. This is what we're talking about here, you know. So yeah, there the was same- um, 
there was a, um, uh, another anime podcast that I was listening to, and they they were talking about this show, and uh-huh. they said that the flags are like a mixture of like a bunch of real flags. Yeah. So I thought oh, that yeah. was actually uh, really cool how they based a lot of things on actual history, but. Yeah, yeah. Even though they keep they keep saying a disclose disclaimer for it, saying this has nothing to do with you. I'm like, come on, let's be real here. We all know this. Come on, it's just it's interesting by the fact of that also as well is that they they're you're usually anyone who does something based upon this point in history, if they 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 mix it around, they make it different in their own way, which this is obviously has, but usually you get the viewpoint of the other people you get the viewpoint of what would be you know the the allies and all that and the war and whatnot and you see the ones that we're following now as the bad guys and now in this point it's it's reversed and it's it's interesting to see that i think you know and it, it, it's almost it's almost humanizing i want to say because in a lot of ways, i know for us in history we kind of look at that point in history and think of them as just a horrible horrible people that they were don't get me wrong but we it don't it's almost like i don't know if for for you i don't want to speak for everybody or whatever but it's almost like you 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 take them away from humanity you kind of like separate them apart they're they're not quite what you view when you think about that and and taking this story in the way that it has brings it kind of back to that because you're actually seeing relationships you're seeing the drive that people have and the survival that they do in this sort of situation yeah so and then you add in just all the magic and stuff that they they throw into this and it's just you don't know what to what to think i don't know what to think you know i'm i'm curious as to how things are going to pan out and i'm like holy holy crap this is you know i'm at the edge of my seat going what are they gonna do next what are they gonna do next how's this gonna how's it gonna work you know how is this gonna work? Is this gonna is it gonna mess up? You know when when she came face to face with uh, that one dude, um, I I honestly I was like oh this is whoo, I don't know how this is gonna work I don't know how this is gonna yeah. pan out because he was ready for blood I mean I see yeah. when you see him in a submarine like enchanting his bullets and you see the designs yeah. on, on all the bullets I'm like oh yeah. somebody's ready to do some serious damage here. He's yeah. not going to be backing down one bit. Yeah. And she almost lost that, too. Yeah, and I kind of... Uh, I don't... Like, her team was good. Like, yeah. her team was the best. Yeah. So, I can agree with them winning, barely. But they I took kinda, serious damage. Yeah, I kind, I kind of... Because she was so dominant across the whole series, and, like... The few hiccups she had were him. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like once he was like, oh, I got the power of God on my side or being X. Um, I I kind of wish that, like, she got messed up a little bit more. Um, I do like the significance how she, like, took him out with his own gun. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I, I like the way it played out. But, like, yeah. story-wise, like, she's always on top. Like, but see, I mean, she really came close with that one. In all honesty, it would have gone worse for her had her second in command not yeah. done what she had done. Yeah. 
yeah. that would have gone worse for her. So in all honesty, she was damn close to not being able to succeed as much as she did on that. Mm-hmm. It was just that, that – and, and I think that's why they wanted to do it that way. It was because of happenstance. That one thing that happened, her her second being able to come up there and, and take the shot that she did to be able to let him – for him to let her go was the, pretty much the only reason why she came out on top on that. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, she would have taken way more damage from that than she did. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like, like, like why, like, like you were saying. Um, whenever a story about this time of uh, this time of history was uh, talked about, usually Tanya's team are the quote unquote bad guys, and for this one, we're following them, so they mm-hmm. are the quote unquote protagonists. Um, with a lot of the things that they did. I kind of felt like even though she was following orders, I kind of felt like she was a bad guy. Like really? with a, with a lot of things that she did, I'm like, yeah, she's she's following the rules, but she's like finding loopholes and like a lot of people are like, oh, I, I get it's, that. I'm like, I, it's I war. There's supposed to be deaths on both sides, but like, like I I know. She, like I don't know, I just kind of. It's, it's it's to me though. The only thing I can say about that is 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 that it seems like the way they change things is that instead of what would have been Germany going outward and trying to take control of all these areas or whatever, it seems like they reverse that, and now everyone is trying to take out yeah. what would be you know. So now it's like the roles have been reversed. Whereas before, so they are kind of. I think the the things that she does can be viewed as so. And she, she you might think of her as the anti-hero, in that yeah. sense. Yeah. Because the things that she does can be viewed as being bad, but at the same time, they are a necessity in that regards. Yeah. Okay, that you makes know? sense. And and at the, at the same time, it's like okay, say for instance, in that one where they went to the uh, the, the capital, that one city, and blew up the munitions building yeah. or whatever yeah that that one person that you know in her group was like well why don't we just take him out now and she's like no 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 we have to follow the rules and she made that announcement full well knowing the fact that she and because she changed her voice to yeah. match what her age would be so full well knowing no one would believe that it was a real threat until yeah. it was already done but at the same time you you know her way of looking at things is that I'm here and if I don't do the things that I do, no matter what they could be, it's going to, you know, now I'm going to leave potential people who are going to come back and try to kill me, you know, because what is at the very end of, um, was it the last episode? I think, but at the very end, uh, she wanted to go and take out that. Yeah. And they denied her. Yeah. See that is that is her she that is her motivation that is her stride that is her focus her goal is to end the war she wants it yeah. done nobody to kill to try and come and kill her because she does not want to to be faced with that potential risk of go of dying and being X being right yeah you know that is that is the 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 overall arcing of this whole thing is the the struggle between. Tanya and being X yeah. and who is right and who is wrong. Both of them 
will not budge. So it, it, they keep pushing at each other to see who's going to come out on top. And that's that's the interesting thing to me. I'm like, who's who's how are these things going to play out? How is she going to be able to come out on top? You know, so at the same point, I get what you're saying. I kind of look at her and go, God, I don't necessarily like you in some senses. But at the same time, I'm kind of rooting for her to actually be able to come out on top on this. So it's very hard to say in that regards. It's like, yeah. But to me, that that conflict, even in my mind, is what makes it interesting. It's this is going to be one of those animes that is not going to leave my mind for a while, even after the series is done. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have like if it, if it takes like another year or so before like the next season comes out or whatever, I'm still going to be like, oh yeah, no, definitely. You know, it's just like Blue Exorcist. It's something that's going to stick with you. Yeah. I'm not. I don't think I'm ever going to forget Tanya in this in this whole thing because it's God. It's such a point of contention, you know. But anything for you or that as far as that goes. Um. So yeah, as far as like her character, I'm I'm a little hung up. Like everything that you explained makes sense, and yeah. I'm I feel I guess better about it now when I think more about the whole story. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like animation wise, everything's great. Um. The story oh, flows nicely, um, especially like, when they do their her main ultimate her her big big attacks. The animation yeah. on that is just beautiful. Yeah, I did like how that one guy just wouldn't stop. He just kept coming back, kept coming back. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, yeah, I, I like the series. Um, I don't like. I'm 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 worried <laughs> about what's gonna happen next episode. Like, because is, there, is there still one more episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to wrap this up on honesty. I don't think they can. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I feel like something's about the like a counter a counter attack is about to start and then it's going to end and mm-hmm. then I don't know. But uh, and I keep forgetting about being X. Like, <laughs> like they just go through their missions one after another and then all of a sudden something will pop up and you like being X and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> things were going a little bit too well yep <laughs> so um yeah this is a great great show i'm glad oh yeah um but yeah um it's all i have for this one um so next episode is gonna be good yeah next episode is gonna be good um it ended on it like a like a low cliffhanger like, yeah not like the attack wasn't happening and then it ended so i'm not like ah, what? it's like yeah I know something's coming. Oh yeah, something something major. Being X is not going to let this end the way it is. Yeah, you know, there's 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 something else in the making, and like they keep talking about another uh, ally coming back, and uh, like throughout the entire thing, there's always been like some something said about some some other power that keeps behind the scenes throwing things out there to try to help against their forces or whatever and i think that's what they're alluding to the united states as far as that goes and if i remember correctly in the war we didn't enter the war until later when they were already having issues so we decided to come in so i think the ending of this is going to be when basically what is i don't even know how they're going to name them but basically the united states is going to be coming in and that's going to reignite the war and i think that's what's going to happen they're going to suffer their first major defeat 
after this after this success and it's because this is this is now it'll be like it, I don't think we'll see the defeat this next episode. I think we'll just see the big forces coming in that they weren't prepared for because now they're celebrating the fact that they won. Yeah. Those so generals now, are getting really cocky at the end of the uh, – they're all like – And that's going to – it's going to cost them. Yeah. It's going to cost them. Oh, man. Yep. That's that's my that's my prediction as far as it's going to happen. If they're because it seems to me like they're kind of following, even though, again, they say this is not the work of anything real or factual or whatever. It seems like they're following along the same lines as that. And if that's the case in history, yes, the United States entered the, the, the war later after all the forces in Europe began to crumble as a as a backup. And I want to say that was when they landed on. Oh, thinking about that too. That was D-Day. That was when they landed on on the the beaches of Normandy. Oh. And remember where her people are right now. They're on a beach party. Oh. So that could that could that could go that way if that if that's what they're that's what they're planning. Ah, that is cool. And if that if that's the way if that's the way it works, if that's what they're going with, then that's going to reignite everything and it's going to get quite interesting but that's probably going to be the last episode which means they'll end it right there (laughs) so (laughs) to wait for season two yeah and i know this this series has a lot of popularity behind it so yeah yeah all right well that has been our final thoughts for the winter Winter season of 2015, 2017, Jesus. Um, See, I never think about that. It's like, it seems to me like it would be 2016 because it began on 2016, even though it's ending on 2017, didn't it? uh, Winter usually sounds like the end of the year. Yeah. It's actually the beginning, which is kind of... That's just weird to me. Yeah. Anyways. That's just um, weird. (laughs) We've been doing this for how long? I never questioned it before, and now I'm like... (laughs) Why does that sound so weird? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's been a full two years. Like, this is the third winter that we've done. So, yeah. Any more to come. Because anime keeps coming and we're going to keep watching it. Yep. And definitely <laughs> watching next season because it is going to be <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, you have yours and I have mine for next season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um. We'll be back in April to talk about the uh, spring season. So uh, our, first, our first impressions of the awesomeness that it's going to be. Yeah. So, uh, like always, you can contact us on Facebook and Twitter at uh, Takayaki Anime. Um, we both have uh, my anime list pages, and which I need, uh, which I need to update. <laughs> uh, I actually updated mine um, maybe like nine months ago or something like that. <laughs> so like two or three seasons ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's probably better than me. I think I have like two years worth of that to go through. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's going to be so much. Anyways. Well, yeah. So um, yeah, we'll be back in at the end of April. So we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.